Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. This is Shannon, and I'm your host, and you're listening to the Goddess Morning Show podcast, where you can tune in every weekday morning for an approximately 20-minute long episode to start your day with updates on things that matter to a community of awake and conscious individuals who seek the divine feminine in all we do. We sift through all the copious amounts of information on the internet to bring you news and information on the things that matter to you. Tune in to hear about environmental news and book releases, interviews with thought leaders influencing the awakening of humanity, the moon phases, planetary positions, crystal healing, herbal and holistic health, guidance on green living, and that's just naming a few. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now. Be blessed. Namaste. Good morning, goddesses and gods alike. Today is February 11th, 2020. This is the Goddess Morning Show, and I'm your host, Shannon. Sorry about yesterday. I am battling a bad cold, and today will be kind of brief because I wanted to pop in and do a little short episode but I didn't want to abandon the show altogether while I'm sick, so bear with me while I try to get back in when I'm healthy and well. I am taking my herbal tinctures, my cold and flu medicines over the counter, using my stones to really center that uh, healing energy, and I guess I've just let it go on for so long that it's gotten pretty bad, but... Um, asking all my friends to send healing energy to me because, as we all know, it doesn't matter about distance. The universe doesn't recognize space as a barrier to sending energy. So you may have heard in the past episodes where I was kind of short of breath and it was difficult for me to talk, and that's because this was the same cold as I had then, and it's just gotten worse. So hopefully the home remedies, over-the-counter stuff, all this stuff will kick in and I'll... Uh, boot it once and for all. Trying to rest and uh, all right, trust me, there's some great interviews lined up for when I'm well and I can't wait to share them with you. All right, going right into our first uh, topic for today and that is our stone for the day and it is sunstone. Comes to us from energymuse.com. It says it's a member of an extensive group of minerals known as feldspars. The sunstone crystal warms up the chakras and gives you a lovely sun-kissed glow in the middle of an emotional winter. By stimulating the sacral chakra, sunstone brings a flood of light into dark corners of the mind, making it an excellent healing aid for clearing away negative thought patterns. Like the ancient Buddhist proverb says, we are what we think. So if you're in a grumpy mood, snap out of it with the bright and sunny sunstone crystal stone, the best antidepressant in the world of gemstones. Expand the mind to a higher consciousness when you incorporate sunstone crystal healing properties into your daily wellness routine. Every morning when the sun rises and offers the gift of a new day, let the sunstone be a daily dose of vitamin C for the spirit. By bolstering a sense of self-worth and confidence, Sunstone is the healing prescription for a case of the blues. All right. 
Moving into our moon and planetary positions for today, we have Sun in Aquarius, Moon in Virgo, and it is waning phase, Mercury in Pisces, Venus in Aries, Mars in Sagittarius, Jupiter in Capricorn, Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Taurus, Neptune in Pisces, Pluto in Capricorn, and Chiron in Aries. Our herb for today is the stinging nettle, and it comes to us from healthline.com. It says there's six evidence-based benefits of stinging nettle. It has been a staple in herbal medicine since ancient times. Ancient Egyptians used stinging nettle to treat arthritis and lower back pain, while Roman troops rubbed it on themselves to stay warm. Its scientific name, Urtica dioica, comes from the Latin word uro, which means to burn, because its leaves can cause a temporary burning sensation upon contact. The leaves have hair-like structures that sting and also produce itching, redness, and swelling. However, once it is processed into a supplement, dried, freeze-dried, or cooked, stinging nettle can be safely consumed. Studies link it to a number of potential health benefits, and here are six evidence-based ones for the stinging nettle. Number one, it contains many nutrients. It provides a wide variety of nutrients, including vitamins A, C, and K, as well as, well as several B vitamins, has minerals such as calcium, iron, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, and sodium. It has linoleic acid, linolenic acid, paltimic acid, steric acid, and oleic acid, as far as those are all in a category of fats. And it has amino acids, all of the essential amino acids, and the polyphenols, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce those, but there's polyphenols and pigments, beta carotene, lutein, luteoxanthin, and other carotenoids. And many of these nutrients act as antioxidants inside your body. So, and it may reduce inflammation. And it says in one study, uh, a cream for arthritis significantly reduced pain compared to a placebo. And uh, one study says that stinging nettle extract significantly reduced arthritis pain. All right, number three is that it may treat enlarged prostate symptoms. And that is, so stinging nettle may help reduce prostate size and treat symptoms of an enlarged prostate in men with BPH, and that stands for benign prostatic hypertrophy. Number four, it may treat hay fever, and that's the inflammation in the lining of your nose, and it's been used to block the histamine receptors and stop immune cells from releasing chemicals that trigger allergy symptoms. Okay, and then it's known to lower blood pressure. And it says it allows your blood vessels to relax and reduce the force of your heart's contractions. 
And it says it definitely needs more studies to confirm those effects. And the last thing is that it may aid in blood sugar control. So it says in a three-month study in 46 people taking 500 milligrams of stinging nettle extract three times daily, they had significantly lowered blood sugar levels compared to placebo. That's excellent. It says other potential benefits can include reduced bleeding and liver health because of its antioxidant properties. It's a natural diuretic, which may help the body shed excess salt and water, and it has wound and burn healing properties used as creams. And potential side effects. Let's just look at those for a split second. And because of the hair-like barbs, they can harm your skin if you're picking it. So it has acetylcholine, histamine, serotonin, leukotrienes, and formic acid. And these compounds can cause rashes, bumps, hives, and itchiness. Some people can have a severe or allergic reaction. However, these chemicals diminish as the leaves are processed, meaning that you shouldn't experience mouth or stomach irritation when eating dried or cooked stinging nettle. This says pregnant women should avoid consuming stinging nettle because it may trigger uterine contractions and it increases the risk of a miscarriage. And if you're on blood thinners, blood pressure medication, diuretics, diabetes medication, or lithium, you should consult your doctor before consuming stinging nettle. Uh, for how to consume it, basically you can buy dried, freeze-dried leaves, capsules, tinctures, and creams. Ointments can be made, and um, you can take the dried leaves and flowers to be steeped into a tisane, and its leaves, stem, and roots can be cooked and added to soups, stews, smoothies, and stir-fries. However, it uh, avoid eating fresh leaves as the barbs can cause irritation. If you're buying stinging nettle as a supplement, it's best to speak to your doctor before trying it and to follow the instructions that come with it. All right, in our next article... From ScienceDaily.com, it says an unlikely penchant for urine is putting a common sugar ant on the map. And this is our environmental news for the day. As, as new research from the University of South Australia shows, these sugar ants and their taste for urine could play a role in reducing greenhouse gases. Led by wildlife life ecologist, associate professor Topa Pettit, the Kangaroo Island-based research found that sugar ants prefer urine over sugar, the food source after which they're named, nocturnally foraging on it to extract nitrogen mole molecules, some of which could end up in the greenhouse gas nitrous oxide. It says, as they were exposed to different concentrations of urine, sugar water, and urea in water, Finding, uh, finding that sugar ants were most attracted to higher concentrations of urea, mining them for long periods within a dry sand substrate. 
While other ants are known to be attracted to urine, this is the first time that ants have been observed mining dry urine from sand and for a long period of time. Pettit says the curious discovery could play a role in nitrogen cycling. He says when he first noticed the ants swarming to scavenge urine, it was purely by accident. But under research conditions, we found that the ants determinedly mined urine patches night after night with greater numbers of ants drawn to higher urea concentrations. Um, it says this is remarkable ability to extract urea from dry sand not only shows how sugar ants can survive in arid conditions, but also how they might reduce the release of ammonia from urine, which leads to the production of nitrous oxide, a highly active greenhouse gas. Nitrous oxide is a greenhouse gas 300 times more potent than carbon dioxide, and while less abundant than carbon dioxide emissions, its presence in the atmosphere has increased substantially over the past decade, accelerated mostly by the widespread use of fertilizers. All right, our next article is from wildminimalist.com. It says the more that this this author transitions toward a zero-waste, plastic-free lifestyle, the more she forgets that it was like getting started, what it was like getting started. And she's um, saying that uh, there are five tips for getting started with zero waste. And the first tip is to compost. Get a compost bucket for your kitchen and one for your bathroom. There are so many things we encounter every day that are compatible Paper towels, toilet paper, nail clippings, floor sweepings, dust bunnies, dog hair, human hair, dryer lint, pizza boxes, matches, paper butter, wrappers, um, 100% cotton balls, 100% latex, or lambskin condoms. Composting will dramatically cut down your landfill waste and help you help make you more aware of what it is you're throwing away. When in doubt, Google it. The second tip is to switch from disposable to reusable. Once you're aware of what things you throw away, start looking for reusable alternatives. Switch from paper towels to cloth towels. Instead of plastic wrap and baggies, use reusable bees wrap, beeswax wrap and cloth bowl covers. Switch from tampons and pads to reusable menstrual cups. And for every disposable item out there, you can generally find a reusable, sustainable alternative. It says, pay attention to materials. Take a look at what products are made from and packaged in before you buy them. In general, try to buy items that are made from wood, stainless steel, or glass instead of plastic. Dish sponge, get a wood dish brush that you can compost at the end of its life. Instead of plastic dental floss, get silk dental floss. Uh, packaged in a refillable glass container. Swap a plastic toothbrush for a bamboo toothbrush. And added bonus, items made out of wood, glass, and metal tend to look prettier in your home than plastic counterparts. The fourth tip is to bring your own. A big area where produce plastic waste is grocery shopping. Plastic produce bags, wrappers, and packaging are abundant at grocery stores and are easy to cut out. Bring your own cloth grocery bags as well as reusable produce bags. Instead of buying packaged products, try to buy more of your items in bulk with cloth bags. 
Use glass jars and bottles for the fine baking flours and powders, teas, spices, nut butters, olives, and oils. And the fifth way is to keep a kit. It says keeping a kit on hand on the go is a great way to cut waste when you have a busy schedule and like to eat out. Have a coffee habit, get a reusable coffee cup, and have the barista fill it up. Love drinking from a straw? Get a stainless steel or glass straw that you can reuse again and again. Keep some bamboo cutlery in your purse so you can avoid plastic utensils. Bring a stainless steel lunchbox to take home leftovers. All right, so this was a little shorter episode than normal because, like I said, I'm still getting well from this terrible head cold. I hope nobody else is sick out there. Please remember to send a question or comment to enter for our giveaway for a custom blended herbal tea. And you can also leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to on now. And just enter, um, send us an email to let us know that you left the review so we can enter you for that giveaway. Our email is from rise 2 at gmail.com. Have a very blessed day. Thank you for joining us. Namaste. This episode of the Goddess Morning Show is brought to you by FromAshesWeRise2.com, where you can get wellness coaching using holistic methods of healing, purchase our handcrafted, custom-blended, organic, non-GMO herbal teas that are crafted with love, and also order hand-poured soy candles infused with love and pure essential oils and herbs to heal using aromatherapy. Visit our website at fromasheswerise2.com. That's fromasheswerise with the number 2.com to read more about these products and services. Have a blessed day.